All right, hello. We are back. <laughs> I really need to get better doing these intros to the show because this sets this sets yeah. the whole vibe for the show. <laughs> you got some asshole coming on there going. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Chris Brake and I am a professional asshole. <laughs> and I'm sitting here with Krabby Christine and Mister John Ram. <laughs> what's What's so funny about that? Yes, I'm a mister. Is there any, uh, <laughs> was there a second guess? Do you think I'm a girl? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Just the fact that you were being called mister. Mister sounds funny Just to me. Period. <laughs> Just, period. You don't give off a real mister vibe, I guess, John. <laughs> sounds like people might not take you seriously when someone adds Mr. John Rapp to your name and you get a chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a sign that people don't really think that you're a, a proper gentleman. Hey, I can show you a night on the town. Sounded like a robot. Hey, I can show you a night on the town. Some of our listeners want to take me up on that. I'll show you. That's John Rapp. Mr. John Rapp right here. <laughs> Mr. John Rev. Okay, let's start the show so we can get this thing over with. Then we'll tell you. Then we'll tell you what we got coming on, going on, going out today. Uh, John will. Hey, 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 hey. Where's that hi hat at? <laughs> no one's clapping now. Last show you said no clapping. I did. off to a good start today. <laughs> Krabby Christine did not sing this time. Did no. I sing last time? No. I clapped you and then you told me I sh- You should have sang. Ne- okay, next time you can sing if you want to. I, I don't know about to. that. Uh, you were singing that jewel pretty hardcore in the yeah, last episode. that was terrible. <laughs> yeah, you reminded us that about 18 times. Terrible, yeah. terrible, terrible, terrible. Because I'm pretty sure it was terrible. Sounded good to me. Sounds just like Jewel. (laughs) Without the yodeling. I love Jewel. So, uh, the Oscars are coming up. Are they? Pretty excited. Yeah, you excited? Yeah. I'm watching every single movie. I like to do that every year. Before? Because they listed the nominees. Mm. Uh, What uh, movies are on there? Oh, man. You know, I knew you were going to ask that. (laughs) Well, it's one or two of them. Probably... um, the Wolf of Wall Street, Twelve Years a Slave, American Hustle, um, Osage County, August Osage County. What else came out? The movie with Tom Hanks. Um, oh yeah, that looked Captain good. Captain something or other. I'm pulling this up. I'm pulling this up. I got this under control. I hope. I got it. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Blue Orchid or something like that, or the color blue. The color blue. There's Lee, a lot of them. Lee Daniels, the butler. Just joking. That one was did not. That was the one that everyone said Oprah's going to win an Oscar. Oprah's going to win an Oscar. Wasn't even nominated. That film, even on the best sound editing, that film did not receive a single nomination. Best sound editing. That's quite a category. I think uh, Inside <laughs> Lewin Davis got nominated for best sound or best best something or other. Yeah, they did. Best slow picture. <laughs> oh man, what is the problem here? 
Steve McQueen's up for a Best Director award. I've never looked. I've never looked it up to see if that's the Steve McQueen. It can't be. Ball He's it. a British man that did um, He's Twelve not, Years a Slave. Right. He's not an actor. Right. That's not. That's not the Steve McQueen. That's who I, I thought we were so. talking about. The old, the cool, the Fonzie-esque type character. The Dow no. of Steve. No, that's not him. Oh. Google him. You'll see. Uh, everyone said that uh, Blackfish, like Blackfish was supposed to be like an obvious Oscar win for the nomination for Best Documentary. Didn't even get nominated. <laughs> Who's picking these nominations? Like what, you know? The Screen a- Actors Guild or something, right? It's the Academy. Oh, duh. The Academy Awards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, and then also Tim's Vermeer, which was the pen, the, the Teller. Teller, doc- <laughs> Teller directed a documentary of Penn and Teller. <laughs> And that one was supposed to be possibly nominated, and it didn't. And I'm fact, not surprised. Well, the fact that Blackfish didn't get nominated either, right. just, it's ridiculous. And I was listen, I love uh, Penn Gillette's podcast. You should listen to it if you've never listened to it before, Penn Sunday School. But he was. they introduced him uh, on Sunday as, and now the recently snubbed Penn Gillette. <laughs> What documentary documentaries did get nominated? Uh, the Act of Killing, I believe, was the name. Why am I having such problems pulling this up? Uh, yeah, uh, the Act of Killing. It's it looks pretty strange. Hmm. It's like this guy who was uh, what was it, John? Do you know something about it? Well, no, there was a few others as well. Yeah, but the guy who uh, who actually, I guess, he was a murderer. You know, or well, he's he's a winner. Like he won the war. Pretty much, he said, you know, war crimes are only given to those who lost. Mm. You know, so since he obviously uh. wasn't charged with war crimes because they won the war. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. But I guess they they got they filmed they recreated all these actual acts that this guy had performed. They took all his stories of. Just brutality that, that that this was this guy's personal life and got him to act them out like a fucking mobs, <laughs> like a mobster movie like it looks like Reservoir Dogs. Then <laughs> he got away with all of it because they won the war. I guess it it wasn't quite it wasn't too clear on the on the actual you know the the trailer. Sorry, I'm I'm looking. You're, I'm trying to look. Get, I'm <laughs> trying to look up this list at the same same time here. Uh, best documentary feature there's active killing uh, that's it 20 feet from stardom that one i really want to see that's <laughs> that's about backup singers with darlene love oh yeah it's all about backup singers in the 60s and you know how phil specter's you know like kept a lot of them down and mm. just you know the whole 20 feet from stardom right how hard it was for backup singers back then and well even now today that sounds pretty good, man. Uh, what about the Square? Have you heard? You know anything about the Square documentary? Man, I. Oh yeah, that's about Egypt. Cutie in the boxer. That looks awesome. <laughs> that looks awesome. Dirty Wars. That looks really good too. You should watch that Dirty Wars. That's right up your alley, John. All right, I like uh, things that are up my alley. Up and out. Up and out the alley. <laughs> yeah. But so I'm. I'm going. You got another one. Some of these categories are crazy. Best makeup and hairstyling. Yeah, what's... Jackass Presents Bad Grandpa is up for an Oscar for bad makeup and hairstyling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for the old man. Best makeup and hairstyling. (laughs) Jackass. Was Gatsby on there, too? (laughs) 
Uh, <coughs> I see Lone Ranger, Jackass Presents oh, Bad Grandpa, and Dallas Buyers Club. That's on the best picture list. That Dallas Buyers Club, that's one of the ones I've seen. Yeah, I think it has Matthew McConaughey in it. That was really, really good. I heard that it was good. Really, really good. I was blown away by how much I liked that movie. <laughs> I doubt it. Do you think Bad Grandpa has a chance at winning anything? Well, for they only got nominated for one. Is that the best makeup? Yeah, I don't even know if they show that. What's going on down there? I don't even know if they show that one on the TV. <laughs> you know, that's a real snub if you get if you get nominated, but they don't even show it on TV. Best picture: Twelve Years a Slave looks awesome. Haven't seen it yet. Wolf of Wall Street looks awesome. Have not seen it. Captain Phillips, I saw that. And that was pretty intense. I'm telling you, at the end of, like, Captain Phillips, it's it's a decent movie. But the last ten minutes is some of the best acting I've ever seen Tom Hanks do in his entire career. Hmm. Like, just the last ten minutes of Captain Phillips, the motherfucker, like, I, I cry every time I see it. I've seen it two or three times now. But I cry every time. I'm going to have to see that, man. That looked good. It's cool. But the bummer is, I watched the illegal copies, right. so they don't have the subtitles for the Somalians. Oh. So I have no idea what the Somalians are saying. <laughs> break down and go see it at the dollar movie. <laughs> and, that American, and that guy got nominated. The Somalian guy got nominated for Best Supporting Actor. <laughs> for Best Script. I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> American Hustle, Best Picture. I haven't seen the rest of the movies, but... Or, you know, American Hustle just, I, I don't think it should win. They've like it, won so many awards um, for the. I didn't think, I mean, it was good, but Best Picture, get the fuck out of here. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. that good. They, they, they just did like the Critics' Choice Awards and they won a bunch of awards on there, too. Man, I got my money on Dallas Buyers and the Club. The Globes. The Globes, mm. whatever the fuck those are. Uh, Gravity, I'd like to see. I've not seen it. It's good. It. I saw yeah. it. It was kind of intense. I, I watched it at the IMAX 3D. I know. I don't want to watch like, it oh yet. Oh, my God. I could have watched it. <laughs> I, I could have watched it illegally. <laughs> you have to see it at the 3D. Like, it's just, I it's intense. It. it was good. What's this movie, Philomena? That looks amazing. That's what Steve Coogan, who's the star of Hamlet 2, Mm. But which is a great film. Believe it or not, Hamlet Two is really, really good. <laughs> Hamlet Two, yeah, it's just really, really <laughs> funny. Yeah, I think that has a. Uh, is it Judy, Judy Dench, Dench? Right, yeah. Dame Judy Dench. It's about a guy who Philomena is about a guy or a woman who realizes. Or uh, let me restart this. Philomena is about a woman who had a child sixty years ago and kept it a secret all her life. Wow! And, and she goes to try and find him. Right. Steve Coogan is a journalist who goes to find this child with her. Oh, okay. It looks funny. Oh, it's a comedy. <laughs> well, well, I guess I just thought it was a drama. I don't know. Well, she's funny. Steve Coogan's funny. Steve Coogan played the little English, uh, the Englishman doctor in Indian in the Cupboard. He was oh. the tiny <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he did. <laughs> he should have won something for that. He That's wrote, a good movie, too. He wrote this one. Um, Her. Yeah, Her. I saw that. Watch that one with my sister and my mom. That was kind of uncomfortable at times, but her was pretty good, man. Why was that uncomfortable? I have not seen her. You should watch it with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you first started talking about that movie, I was like, "Oh God, no way!" But the more previews I see, the better it looks, and uh, I actually want to see that now. Oh, uh, it was good. It was it was freaky. It was good though. What's her about? Her is about a. Her is I guess it's a sci-fi film, although it doesn't. It's not. It's not super sci-fi, but that's what it's... It's it's sci-fi like uh, Eternal Sunshine, The Spotless Mind is sci-fi. Okay. 
you know, but her is about this guy who gets a new operating system on his phone. And he basically starts a relationship with it. Oh, well, that sounds like a good premise for yeah. a movie. It's pretty much a guy who's just connected to his phone in every way that you can be connected to your phone. And the guy is Joaquin Phoenix, and the her's voice is Scarlett Johansson. Oh. Yeah, it's good. Um, and I think it has Amy Adams in it, too. Yes. So she's in two Best Picture films mm-hmm. nominated. Now, Nebraska is one I really want to see, but you can, you cannot find Philomena or Nebraska. I can't um, illegally on the sites that I go to because mm. they're kind of low budget. You know, they're mm-hmm. not big blockbuster fucking titles like Gravity. Right. But that Nebraska star is Bruce Dern. Yeah, he, he's up for best actor. Yeah. It looks really good. It's black and white. You might know Bruce Dern from a little... No, a movie called uh, The Burbs. The Burbs. <laughs> That's exactly where I know him from. That's the only movie I know him from, yes. Or Django Unchained. And yeah. he is Laura Dern's father. I actually did not know that, believe yep. it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Nebraska, it's about fucking Bruce Dern. He's like an old man. <laughs> and apparently they catch him walking. They pull him over on the side of the road because he's walking. And they're like, what are you doing, you senile old man? Where are you going? You're not supposed to be walking around here. He's like, I gotta walk to Nebraska. Hey. Gotta get a million dollars. What are you talking about? He's like, I got this email. <laughs> Sent me this email. It says, You, sir, have one million dollars in your name. Oh, God. Yeah. So, it's like a Nigerian scam or something. Yeah, but he has to go to Nebraska <laughs> to get the money. And then it turns into this whole big thing where, you know, he just keeps talking about it. But, you know, his son's like, Dude, like, this is, you're crazy. But then, it, but he's telling everybody in town, so now he, everybody's treating him differently because he's a millionaire, and every and the whole town's just like, you know, woohoo, you know, he's a millionaire now, and like everybody's just taking it real seriously, and it turns into this big. That's what it looks like in the trailer. It looks great. Is that a comedy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It looks hilarious. It's good to see him doing comedies because The Burbs was definitely a comedy, and I loved him in that movie. I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's great like in The Burbs, Hans man. Christian Anderson. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good Christian name, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't remember that part. Is that a joke? <laughs> Yeah, yeah the little redhead guy. Hans Klopek. Neighbor, yeah, yeah, Hans Klopek. He's, he's wearing a Lederhosen or something, <laughs> yeah. and they go over to introduce themselves <laughs> one day and say that he looks like, who are you, Hans Christian Andersen or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's, he's like, oh, Hans, that's a good Christian name. <laughs> you know, I just, I just <laughs> want to point something Hans out. Hans Christian Andersen. <laughs> you, you, Christine, are speaking really quietly, and the more I turn your mic up, the quieter you get. I don't know if you're trying to fuck with me here. I'm not. But I'm the, just talking normal. You, well, you were talking normal, and then I turned your mic up, and then you got even quieter, and I refuse to turn your mic up anymore. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you can tell me whatever you want. I'm not going to be able to hear it. <laughs> Speaking of actors, we have uh, who do we, what do we got on the show today, John? Speaking of show, <laughs> we, We've got an actor on the show today named Jack Rooney. He's an Indiana, Indianapolis actor. And he's been acting in movies probably since I was born, I guess, you know. Yeah, he's he's legendary. Legendary actor Around Jack these Rooney. parts. If, if you've ever lived in Indiana, like we do, and tried to make a film like we have, you're going to run across Jack Rooney. Yeah, he'll show up at your, at your casting call. <laughs> he is like a man. Like He's the most dedicated actor I've ever met. Yeah, you know. man, he's dedicated to the craft, and you, we'll we'll talk. We're going to talk to him about this when he gets on the show. But 
there's a, when you live in Indiana and you're an actor, there's there's a big difference than if you're in L.A. Right. And this, I mean, this guy's been in some pretty big name films. You know, he was extras. He has to go out of his way to be an extra in these movies. You know, like drive, you know, like a state over or wherever they're filming it. And I think he gave up on doing that just because. You know, it wasn't worth it. I think he stopped taking IMDb seriously. You know, he just he focuses on his craft. And he also ran for the Senate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the jack of all trades, if you see what I mean there. Yeah, I like what you did there, John. <laughs> so we're going to have him on the show. Talk to him about that. Uh, what else do we got? Oh, we're doing five minutes in Cape Side. Yep, five minutes in Cape Side is good. It's got me jazzed up. We uh, we watched the first episode of five, of uh, Dawson's Creek. I had never seen the show ever before. Chris assigned me to uh, watch it and take notes, and we're we're going to talk about uh, the first episode of Dawson's Creek, the pilot. <laughs> All right, and with that said, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we will have Mr. Jack Rooney on the phone to discuss what it's like being an actor in Indiana. We'll be right back. Hello, this is Jack Rooney. I can't come to the phone right now, but if you'd like to leave a message at the sound of the tone, please leave your name and phone number, and I'll get back with you as soon as I can. Thanks for calling, and have a nice day. Hey, Jack. At the tone, please record your voice message. <laughs> when you are finished recording, you may hang up or press pound for more options. Hey, Jack, this is Chris Brake. Uh, I know we were 30 minutes late on when we said we were going to call you. But that's no fucking excuse. Uh, give us a call back, or maybe we can reschedule this. We'll be here, man. Okay, so apparently the son of a bitch, uh, Jack Rooney, is not answering his phone. So, I'm, you know what I've not done in a while? John, do you know? Christine, do you know? I don't know. I've not asked LJ Gordon what happened today, and... Conveniently, I have him on the line here. Nice. Hello, Dale. Oh. Hi. Hey, Dale. Uh, what happened today? Oh, today. I mean, um, boy, they're running together a little bit. But um, lately, I've seen uh, I've seen a lot of people like that uh, trying to live outside of their means, kind of trying to like project the image that they have four more dollars in their pocket than they actually have you know what i mean a wonderful example is i was walking and sitting today and uh and uh, i saw what i thought was a little fender bender in traffic but what it actually was was like a caravan of a couple uh inner city people i'll not disclose their race however they had a brand new cadillac uh, giant S like uh, SUV, you know, and I thought they had a little fender bender, but it turned out that the one guy was following the other guy, and the one guy in front of him ran out of gas, and he rolled down the hill and bumped into the other car. Well, that guy took the car in the back and proceeded to push him up to the top of the hill, and when they got to the hill, they parked, and out hops all these kids. And then the the dad hopped out of the driver's seat, and he's all gangster and shit, like, yeah, motherfucker, kick your ass, yeah, motherfucker, shit, yeah. You know? And he's got, like, eight kids jumped out the back, and the mom jumps out the front seat, she's like, mm, I told you ass, motherfucker, run out of gas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess the guy behind him was Grandpa, 
And he was yelling at the top of his lungs. He's like, when I tell you, Shakespeare, I told you. Like, he's a motherfucking gangster, huh? He's a gangster. There ain't nothing gangster about running out of gas. I tell you that fucking much. <laughs> you know, they got brand new rims on this fucking thing, but it's all dinged up and shit. Like, you can tell they hit all kinds of stuff. And so I hop all the kids, and they pile into Grandpa's car, and Grandpa ain't happy about it. Because, you know, it's probably like his his daughter or whatever, and she's um, with this goddamn, yeah, motherfucker, yeah, get that shaggy money, yeah, get that shit all day, bro, yeah. You know, so I saw that. And immediately as I was walking, I turned the corner, and this is like an example of someone kind of living outside their means, but but being a parasite more so, because there's a like a Verizon utility truck pulls up in front of me and decides to turn to the right, and I noticed that on the back, there's a homeless man hanging with a cigarette in his mouth. I mean, we're talking stereotypical humbum. Like, if you ever saw it, the hobo, the classic image. And he looks at me, and he goes, how's it going, buddy? He's hanging on the back of this truck, trying to stay out of the view of the rearview mirror so the driver doesn't know that he's hitching a ride. <laughs> and as soon as they hit a bump, he drops his lighter, and he goes, oh, shit. And he bends down and he grabs it, and he's going, chick, 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 as he you know, drives off into the distance. So he's trying to spark his little lighter there. I think this stuff is funny. I mean, I see it all the time. People would buy, like, you know, get their paycheck from Taco Bell, and, uh, you know, they don't have any food, and they, they their bills are all behind, but the first thing they do is they go right out to the shoe store, and they buy, like, this brand-new pair of shoes, goddammit. You know what I mean. This is funny stuff to me. It's funny. You wouldn't run into this if people were still riding horses, I don't think, so much. I mean, yeah, there were nicer horses than other horses, but, um, yeah, yeah, I don't really have a point. I'm kind of a pointless person. <laughs> that, uh, that was, a, it was a good image for me to see, you know, and I'm not going to say, well, do you, do you purchase anything that you should not purchase still? Are you perfect? Well, maybe in some ways, yes. You know, I personally enjoy the days that I don't have to put, insert one coin or dollar into this giant goddamn slot machine they call America here on the North American continent. Continent. You know what I mean? You gotta go buy a new bottle of water every time you buy a bottled water. You buy the biggest bottled water and you refill it with tap water, goddammit. <laughs> but then aren't you getting it isn't that pointless because you're drinking the shut the fuck up. Or I'll kill you twice <laughs> in front of your mother. Like First thing I do when I wake up, I'm like, yawn, stretch, that kind of stuff, man. That kind of stuff. I grew up on ramen noodles, hot sauce, macaroni and cheese, you know, cheese doodles and all that good stuff. All these, you know, real run-of-the-gun type of deals. I mean, uh, you don't have to have a lot of money to be... You know, health is wealth to a certain extent, don't you believe? Yes. <laughs> How old are my pants? How many holes are in pants? Now I got my new pants and my old pants and my new pants and my old pants. I mean, my old pants and these my new pants. You don't even talk to me about pants. Don't even talk to me about clothes. I'll chop you up in little pieces. And it was, I'm going to tell you, a long time ago, I remember my pants all had holes in them. And I was like, oh, man, maybe I'll go and have a new pair of pants so that not every pair of pants I have has holes. I go to the goddamn store, which, whew, 
trying to put me in the store. Talk about the freshwater frog floating in salt water. It does not work well with me. Finally, I bring myself to go to the store and buy pants. I look at all the pants. My pants at home looked cleaner. They had pre-dirt on them, pre-dirty pants, on top of pre-hold pants. They all had holes in them, more holes in the pants I had and I came to buy new ones for. <laughs> they give me trouble, all these people. Nothing makes sense. There's no rationality about it, goddammit. You know, I'm not a hoarder or anything, but whenever I throw out an old pair of boots or whatever, sometimes I pull the shoestrings out the bootstrings, and they are all frayed and beat up. I, I put them aside and I say, I might be able to use these for something. <laughs> Maybe something needs tied to something in the future that I don't know about. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean I'm psychic. It doesn't mean I'm resourceful. It doesn't mean that I'm a hoarder. It just means string can take care of a lot of problems that everyone keeps going out and buying a lot of new products for. Oh, uh, me mommy. Oh, I mean, Mommy never never saw it coming that it was going to be this bad with all the people and the money and the cars. Yeah, and I don't like people taking it easy. I'm very tired of everybody kicking back and being like, well, I guess this is everything we got to do. We got everything now because we have houses, cars, cell phones, and money. You know what I mean? We just kick back and watch 18 hours of fucking daytime TV because, well, everything's done. Yeah. Did you see this show? Did you see that show? Did you hear what happened in the news? <laughs> Nervous messes, everybody is. All filled to the brim with fucking babble shit. Bunch of useless goddamn information. This celebrity's name, that celebrity's name, this happened, this person got killed, that person got shot. They think that every uh, every thought has been fought. You know, like everything is at a is at a re we're at the top of the plateau now. We're at the mountain peak. You know, well, we made it, everybody. We didn't get snuffed out by uh, nature. You know what I mean? Uh, we, we 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 persevered. We stuck in there. We came up with cars. We got uh, houses, and uh, we got cell phones, and we got uh, we got computers. So uh, everybody, take her easy, Aaron. Just go to your shit job and uh, just shut the fuck up and uh, just watch this stupid shit there. Hi, my name's Bob, and I'm an alcoholic. Maybe Bob's just uh, trying to deal with the... Oh, shit, man, gotta go. Love you, bye. <laughs> what a way to end the Ask Dale J. <laughs> uh, Krabby Christine, how, what, how'd that go for you? You ever, you've... You've never uh, been around for an Ask Dale J. I've before. never met Dale J. Oh, you're missing out. <laughs> you are missing out. Okay. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. All right. We are back. And it's that magical moment <laughs> where we enter... The little town of Cape Side. And this... <laughs> and this uh, this uh, segment, we actually watched uh, the first episode ever of Dawson's Creek independently, but Krabby Christine did not. So she actually watched it during the break. Uh, that was her idea, not mine. I can't believe she actually did it, but she did. It was exhilarating. 
Yep. Crabby <laughs> Christine, as always. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, John. Whoa. So, John, did you take notes like you normally do? Man, I'm fucking, I love that episode. I Just watch, watching that for the first time, like, again, because I've seen it probably hundreds of, oh, maybe 20 times, but watching it again recently... I forgot my favorite moments. Like there were there were a few things in there that I actually totally forgot about. Yeah, they came back to you. Yeah, <clears throat> and I enjoyed it. To answer your question, I did. I did take notes. I have a notes uh, for the Dawson's Creek seasons one episode one pilot. We'll make sure to get through all these notes in this dialogue, in this conversation. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I kind of just want to hear the. I kind of want to hear the first note. The first I mean, note well, that okay. I wrote down. Or I can say, what did you think of it? I thought it was well. Let's let's go with the notes. <laughs> <laughs> what is the first thing that you wrote down? It's this... a, it, looks, it looks like a decent show. You know, I can see why a lot of people like it. I de- definitely can see why people like in high school. You know, are interested in and get hooked on it. Yeah, um, you have to remember. It seems like like Crabby Christine had a big look of crab on her face. <laughs> you know, during during the whole the whole watching. What happened? What did something just happen? <laughs> Nothing good. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't... Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what is happening? Does that fix check, it? Check, check. Do I fix now? Oh, whoa. I don't know. Do I sound better now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it sounds back to normal. Yeah. Krabby, why are you... Why were you uh, uh, apprehensive about watching Dawson's Creek? Why did you have a crab look? Hold on, hold on. Let me say what I was about to say <laughs> before my microphone crapped out. Um, you have to kind of... You have to take... When you're watching this show, you have to take yourself back to that moment of being a kid you know being a teenager and all that that angst you know like what that was like and just being really like not confident or just not knowing what was supposed to happen like they keep talking about sex and just how strange I mean I still find sex strange to this day but you know just like how uncomfortable they were with everything and the fear of the unknown high school sucked (laughs) yeah exactly and that, I think that that show, that episode, was super cheesy. Well, it was the pilot. It had to set everything up. I mean, I I watched that show when I was in high school for like two or three seasons, so I was on board. But being almost thirty years old, going back to it, I'm kind of like, what in the hell did I ever see in this oh, show? So you didn't feel nostalgia when you were watching it. It didn't take no. you back. No. No. All right, well, enough of what you're trying to say, because I don't really care for it, John. <laughs> oh, wow. There was a lot of stuff that happened in this episode, man. They set the characters up pretty well. I'm just going to shoot off uh, shoot off at the mouth here. The first thing that I wrote was... <laughs> it was funny uh, It was funny that they had Michelle Williams' character, uh, Dawson, is like, oh, what happened to you? You know, why are you here or whatever? What's wrong with your grandpa or something like that? She's like, oh, yeah, you know, he's got a, a collapsed aorta. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> funny enough to write now. He's got a oh, he's got a collapsed aorta. It's okay. We're in town. You know, it's fine. <laughs> Instead did. of saying that he had heart surgery or some <laughs> yeah. you know something more general, yeah. is a collapsed aorta. Exactly. Well, they they kind of all refer to everything like that. You know, like so. Well, where's your mom? To Joey, where's your mom? And she says, Oh, she had this little thing called cancer. Oh, Joey's mom's got cancer. Was that in the first episode? Yeah, that was yeah. her, her response. Was she died? I think. Yeah, uh, she died. She died of this little thing. You know, you might have heard of it called cancer. Uh, she said it's something like that. Something real. Some real funny, witty way of like, oh, you might have heard of it, cancer. 
Right. Joey's got quite an attitude on her right there, you know. And a little smirk. Everything that she says, she has like some half smile, little smirk thing. That's how she still is to this day, though. Have you? You're talking about in real life, right? Yeah. Like the funniest thing ever is this uh, this uh, skit on Saturday Night Live where Anne Hathaway plays Katie Holmes on Ellen. Seen it. Yeah. And she has that smirk the whole time, tucking the hair behind the ears. Yeah. She does an excellent job at it too. Yeah. It's a great it's a great skit. I think I showed that for someone and they even didn't they were they were like, Why does Ellen look so weird? Because like, like, it's not really Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So Michelle Williams character is just moving to town. Uh Dawson's it looks like Dawson's parents, uh, her, his, her mom is cheating on Dawson. Well, Dawson suspects that, and, and he's like, he's analyzing the videotapes. So I got to still like the wife. Why is this back to you, Bob? You know, yeah, he's like, her, look at this, Bob. Her bees are too soft. <laughs> yeah, he's running the tape back and forth, thinking they have, and it comes to find out at the end of the episode, it looks like she is cheating on Dawson's dad with the guy from the show, or whatever. Bob. Bob. Yes, that's his name. <laughs> back to you, Bob. Bob. That's pretty heavy for a pilot episode, and and at the end of the episode, Joey sees that as as she's taking her boat across the waters. I thought it was funny how they how these characters transportate themselves. Like in one scene, like Joey, like she leaves her house to go out to the movie with them, you know, and she just she runs off, just takes off running, you know, like that's how she gets to and from. But not even that, she takes a boat, a rowboat, a not rowboat. even a boat, not even like a motorboat, <laughs> but a rowboat. <laughs> She takes an old school rowboat to get to Dawson's house. I thought that was pretty crazy. That's how Joey gets around. <laughs> that's, that's what she does. You know, she could, she could take the road, but it's a. It takes way longer to take the road because you have to go all the way around. <laughs> but if, if you take the rowboat, it's a direct route. Do they ever get down the creek? Down the creek. Do they ever get cars in this show? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. There's there's a whole there's a whole series of episodes of learning to drive and getting new cars and yeah there's. It goes through every step of life, you know. Like yeah. I mean, and, and be, drivers' ed and whatnot. Life. Yeah, and you're watching this as a teenager, and then fucking kids like parents are cheating, like having an affair, and like now you're, all of a sudden there's a gonna, you know, you could expect that there's going to be a divorce coming, and right. just having to deal with that from a child's perspective, and it's not full house, you know what I mean? Like it's right. not like. Uncle Joey's not going to come in and be like, well, everybody still loves you, <laughs> and then it's done. There's going to be that, that music where you know something's about to happen. <laughs> Cut to commercial, and they come back, and somebody's getting a, a lecture. Yeah. It's a heart-to-heart. Everybody's cool. Yeah, that's it's. they set it up, man. It's pretty intense for, I mean, think because I saw it when I was uh, 13, I believe, maybe 12. I think it was in seventh grade, eighth grade. Pretty intense stuff. <laughs> what else you got, John? Uh, Dawson's parents are pretty hot and heavy, man. Like, totally, <laughs> totally uh, just going for it in the front room there when they come in. And then he, he uh, mentions about the tape or whatever. He's like borrowing his dad's camcorder or something. He's like, yeah, there's a tape in there from being your mom earlier or something. You might want to take that out. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, like they're making sex tapes and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> Sounds like his mom is a horn dog. She's yeah. cheating and she's still... Yeah. Hot and heavy with the dad. <laughs> That's usually the excuse that women give. You're like, well, he hasn't had sex with me in six months. Not well, this apparently, guy. this is not the case. Yeah. God, how do you, how do you tame Gail Leary? You know, you can be the fucking beef stud like Mitch, 
and not be able to do it, you know, and you're the douchebag back to you, Bob. <laughs> like, it doesn't, doesn't seem like you can satisfy that woman. <laughs> yeah, man, she's quite a handful, it sounds like. Apparently <laughs> has you, an unquenchable thirst. Have, have you seen my uh, video camera, Dad? Yeah, it's up on the nightstand. I want to take that tape out. <laughs> oh, jeez, Dad. I think he's like, isn't that illegal in some states? <laughs> wow. And then we come around to the uh, the fact that there's boom mics in some of the shots. You kept saying that. I never saw I that. I saw one. Yeah, I was glad to hear sure. Christine yes. say that she saw it because it made me think either I'd seen a weird version of it or maybe I just made it up. But <laughs> No, I saw it. Definitely saw it. Definitely in saw it. In the kitchen. Yeah, the when kitchen. When Jen and Grams are talking over breakfast. Yeah, she made her eggs. Yes. Yeah, Speaking of microphones. Sorry. I can... It's a pet peeve of mine. I, could, I kept hearing... I heard your voice just get farther and farther away from the mic and it was sorry it irritated me she was making a gesture i think like this i don't give a maybe fuck. that was what <laughs> look oh, the next time you make a gesture move your mic christine also in. pointed out that uh yeah she had a good find there yeah there was a uh a microphone pack <laughs> on, on joey's back <laughs> while they were entering the rialto theater nice drop rialto that is nice man. you didn't even write that down to nothing just <laughs> <laughs> yep, I got it. It's like a lockbox. <laughs> sometimes Mic- it's good, sometimes it's not. <laughs> Microphone pack on the on the back as they're walking in. You know that's fine. You know it's a pilot. What you know you kind of that's okay. But I just couldn't believe when I saw the boom mic. Especially it's like we didn't even do that when we made a movie. You know we didn't have no. any boom mics in these shots. And <laughs> nope. And if we did, we cut them out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It didn't make the final cut. So there's that. There's some technical flubs in there. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is a this is a this is a trivia question for all you Creek freaks out there. What movie did they go to see uh, in season one, episode one, the pilot episode? They all go to the movies. That what? is that is a really good question. <laughs> yeah, I wish I knew the answer to it. It's a good question. You don't really no, know. No, I okay. got the answer. <laughs> well, I because you said that earlier, yeah. and I was you know obviously I thought Last Picture Show, but you said that wasn't it. Yeah, you said and, Last Picture Show, and they even they show a clip when uh, right when uh, Pacey's getting knocked out by Mister <laughs> Gold, yeah. the film teacher. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it shows like some cheesy, like it almost looks like a gay porn. Wait a minute! On the Wait. film, it's like Corky McCloud. That was the guy that that punches Pacey in in the movie theater. That was his. That was the film teacher. Yeah, right. Oh, Benji. I did, Benji. Benji's the film teacher. I think so. It didn't look like him. That wasn't Mr. Gold. I it don't didn't know. Look like him. I didn't, I didn't see that. Really? Yeah, no. Hmm. I feel like that guy had curly hair, and the film teacher is receding hairline. I don't know. It could have been him. Mm-hmm. I can't remember really. That'd be interesting if it was though. Someone let us know. Yeah, who was she dating? The, the his English teacher. I thought Benji was Mr. Gold. It, the film it could, teacher. I, I I can't say on that. I don't know. Hmm. All right. Well, what else do we got? Well, whoever what, it was the the movie. <laughs> what is? Yeah, I saw it said like Corky McCloud. Like there's. <laughs> it was. Do you want to hear the answer? <laughs> yeah. Waiting for Guffman. Really? Yeah, that's what that's what the marquee says uh, on the outside of theater. That makes perfect sense then. <clears throat> Why is that? Because it looked, like I said, it looked like a cheesy gay porn. Like, I've never seen Waiting for Guffman. Is that a gay porno? Th- no, but I assume <laughs> it's, I think it's a Christopher Guest film, right? Uh, okay, Isn't I can it? believe that. I think it is. I feel like I must look it up right now. But Waiting for Guffman? Like, yeah. Isn't that like one of those mockumentary type things? Because it looked like a guy talking and it had his name behind it and it had like Corky Romano. Or... <laughs> I think that's something different. <laughs> 
I can definitely see that being a Christopher Guest movie because uh, I don't really yeah, like his movies very much. I just looked it up. It, it did look pretty bland. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sorry. It, it is Waiting for Guffman, directed by Christopher Guest, and Christopher Guest, Guest plays Corky St. Clair. Mm, so that probably was. Sounds like a porn name, Corky St. Clair. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Guest. Keep, keep trying, everybody. I know he's won awards and stuff, but man, it's. Christine, what do you think of Christopher Guest? Have you seen any of those? My, what other movies? Uh, Mighty in? Wind, right? The, a Mighty Wind, uh, well, Spinal Tap, kind of. Rob Reiner, yeah. Spinal Tap, you could say. Um, uh, Best in Show. Best in Show. Oh, Best in Show is so good. Come on. Well, he's made seven of those movies. You've never seen any of the other ones? Nope. Just that oh. one. They're all well, just like that. I mean, well, I've heard of A Mighty Wind. You I've probably, never actually seen it. I don't think. If I have, it's been a long, long time ago. But they won awards, I know right? Spinal Tap. I feel like I've, saw, I've, I've seen Spinal Tap, but it was once, and it was probably when I was under the influence of alcohol. Oh, so I don't really, I can't really say one one way or another whether that was good. I don't really like those movies. I don't. But know I why. do like Best in Show. I just don't like the feel. Maybe you know. I honestly, I've never seen one. <laughs> I've never seen one of them. I tried to watch Mighty Wind, but you know, it's it's like, it's like it's like a Swedish folk band or something, bluegrass. Yeah, but the, it's and it's supposed to be funny, you know. But it's, it looked like stuff that you would get out of a real interview, you know, like like mildly funny bits, you know. It's like if you're making this up, this should be a lot funnier. <laughs> but it wasn't, so that's what it does. It seemed really dry. Yeah, dry. Yeah, you know, maybe the Aaron Walkies out there will like it. So the first movie they went and saw on the date with Jen Lindley yeah. was Waiting for Guffman. Waiting for Guffman. That's that's definitely not a not a date movie. I wouldn't think. <laughs> I mean, they weren't they weren't even respecting the film. They're all talking the whole the fucking thing's playing, and they're just shooting the shit. You know, like and Joey's. Someone gets punched in the face. Yeah, someone gets punched in the face. Sounds like a wild picture, you know. <laughs> Some hand holding. Yeah, um, what's his name? Pacey is trying to get with his English teacher. He didn't know it was his English teacher at first. He just they, him and Dawson work at the uh, video store. Screenplay. Where they still rent screenplay? Is that what it's called? Video. VHS oh, okay. tapes. <laughs> they're they're actually renting VHS tapes still. In in ni- well, it was nineteen ninety. I know. It's just, it's just funny. I've been there to screenplay video. It's a real store. Do they no, still rent uh, VHS tapes? No, it's a hip. It's a hipster hair salon right now. Uh. Yeah, but I went up to it and I was like, "Oh my god, this is screenplay video!" And I wanted to go in, but these like two hipster chicks were locking it up. Uh, you know, and so I went up to him and I said, "This, so this is where screenplay video was." <laughs> Dawson and Pacey, huh? Just geeking out on it. Yeah. And what they, they say? Did they know? They that? went. <laughs> yeah. They, they snarked at you. <laughs> yeah, they snarked at me and fucking walked away. What a bunch of jerks! Yeah, and what then a I, bunch of hipsters. <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. And then I saw those two bitches uh, at the uh, at the restaurant across the street. I can't remember the name of it. We ate upstairs and had some incredible crab dip. Because that's what they got in the Wilmington is the crab dip all over the place. <laughs> lots of crabs. Lots of dip. And lots of dip. <laughs> Wilmington has crabs. <laughs> Wilmington is a beautiful, beautiful place. And there Bumper they were. sticker or something? <laughs> there they were sitting there. I wanted to. I really wish. Like, if I would have redone that. Yeah. Um, I would have just looked at him and said, Fuck you, Dawson rules! And ran off in the opposite direction. Threw crab dip in their faces. <laughs> no, no, this would have been outside the store. Oh. What time of day was that? You said they were closing, right? 
it was there was no sun out, so it was probably uh, nine nine or something. Okay, so, and then they went across. They closed the store and they went across the street to get some crap. Uh, apparently, I didn't see where they went, but I happened to notice them. He was stalking as them. I was saying. <laughs> he actually went to the restaurant across the street because oh. he followed them over there, and then decided to have some crab dip because that's they had some good crab dip over there. They're some assholes. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty weird, though. You would think that if if you worked at a store that it was like, you know, it used to be the the scene from Rocky, you know, but now it's a pet yeah. shop. And some guy comes <laughs> like, oh, Rocky was here. <laughs> but like, it's, I, yeah, I guess so, jerk. You know, what do you, you know what I mean? Like, how can you be rude to somebody? It's just a tourist. They were rude. <laughs> they're hipsters. I don't like those hipsters if that's what they do. Maybe they were, maybe they were intentionally <laughs> mean to me because they were expecting me to say, can you let me? Can you let me in here so I can go check it out? Uh, well, there's nothing in there, you know. It's just it's just a long room. It's a fucking hair salon now, you know. So there's like chairs and, but there used to be rows of videotapes <laughs> and a countertop. Do you, did they know that before you mentioned it? Who those girls? Yeah, I'm sure. Unless they're fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah. They are hipsters. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I got a picture of myself standing outside of it. Was your sister there? Was she- yeah, she took the picture. The, did they treat her rude as well? Or <coughs> no, same? I was I was the only one who actually spoke to them. Because uh, I was just excited. I'm like, this is a fucking screenplay video, huh? Yeah. <laughs> What's is it still called screenplay something like? No, it's called it's called come look like everyone else. Oh. It's called it's called Pixie Cut Cafe. <laughs> yeah, skunk haircut delight. No. <laughs> Skunk haircut delight. No, it's like it's like just some standard fucking haircutting place. Come dye your hair here and we're, we'll fucking make you You'd look think like that us. They would do some sort of play on words or something <laughs> and like we used you to know, be run off of that. Yeah. Maybe get some more they business, don't, some touristy kind of business. I don't think they really care. We should, we should no, call I think them that's up. their thing. We should. Sometime on the show we should call them up. That is a really good idea. Put, I'll write put that, that down. down. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, the other thing I have for the show is, man, I give it. I give it to Pacey. He's got a set of balls on him, man. Like the guy's a, he's a, he's a virgin freshman, you know, high schooler, and he's trying to pick up. He's totally convinced that he's going to pick up this like forty-year-old woman, and then come to find out it's his English teacher, and he still doesn't care. He still wants to get with her. He's still. <laughs> It's crazy. He's trying to put the moves on her. <laughs> yes. Then he gets punched in the face by her date. <laughs> well, it wasn't her date, though. It was the guy behind him, right? Because cause he... Yeah, 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 it was the guy behind. He, oh. he dumped popcorn <laughs> on the guy behind him. Okay. Yeah, I didn't what get the it the first time around either. But just now when we watched it again uh, before we started the show, yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, it's the guy behind him that punches him. <laughs> Benji. <laughs> Benji? Yeah, but then they make out at the end. Yeah, yeah. Then him and the teacher kiss. She's definitely yeah. she's she's something's gonna wa- happen there. <laughs> yeah. She's wanted him the wrong way. Yeah. I forgot. I had one more thing. Uh, Joey Joey uses a ladder to go into Dawson's room. That reminds me of uh, Clarissa explains it all. <laughs> <laughs> hey Sam. <laughs> wow. I completely. That's a great show. <laughs> I completely forgot that he used to do that, Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's what I. That's what I recognized it from. I was like, oh, that's, but does she continue to do that in this show, or is that just in the beginning that she comes in? No, adult? she she keeps that up. Really? Oh yeah, that continues. Somebody, one of them had to have to have taken that from the other. I would think. Well, do you know what uh, the first uh, TV show that uh, James Vanderbeek was ever on? 
No. Clarissa explains it all. Really? Yeah. What did he play? <laughs> I think he played her boyfriend. Well, that's funny. Hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely took it from Clarissa explains it all. Dawson was there. Follow the red herring. <laughs> well, actually, well, we were going to have her coming in the window at first, but then Dawson comes in with a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you have her climb up this ladder? <laughs> it worked before. Yep. So, is that it, John? Is that all you That's got? That's all that I had. It was pretty good. pretty good first episode. It made me want to watch another one, which, in fact, I did. I watched season <laughs> one, episode two, right after it, and that one is called Dance, and they go to a dance, but that, that's for that's a better? whole other story. Was the second episode better than the first? It, you know, the it first continued off just, the first. You know, yeah. kind of hokey and cheesy and plot. It was yeah. the pilot, whatever. It, it, yeah, you know, it, gets, it, get, it got a little bit better. I imagine they get better... You know, as it goes on, the second one is a lot like the first, but the more money they have to produce them, the better it gets. That's exactly Hopefully. what I was saying, <laughs> and yes, it is a way better. Yeah, that's that's good to hear. Yeah, that's good to hear. I wish I would have known you watch it. I would have watched a second one too. In fact, I'll watch it as soon as you leave, so I'm prepared <laughs> for next time. Yeah, next time we'll do season one, episode two, dance. All right. All right. <laughs> what about the music? Yeah, yeah, I wanted to do an expose on the music, but who? Yeah, all those songs that were in there—they're totally like 1992 or whatever. There were more, but they—they, they, I think they took half of them out. Did they? And I don't remember that cheesy piano being in there. You know, like that. Just there's, I—I I think they changed a lot of it due to, you know, uh, issues. You know, like payments. Copyright. They just didn't want to pay for them. So it, when it when it aired on TV, it was like music A, but then now that it's now when you watch it, it's music B. Yeah, and obviously the theme song. Yeah, what, what is that? Because you mentioned the theme song. Was, yeah, it was like Paula Cole or something. Yeah, right? yeah, now, yeah. Do, do, I was waiting for you to comment on the theme song. That's I know. That's why you. That's why before that's we why watched I didn't it, do it, you said just wait, and that's why I didn't do it because I knew that you were waiting for me to say something. Jesus. <laughs> Why do women do that? Why, why, <laughs> look, why are you on this fucking show? Because I don't want to feed into why it. Are you, why are you on this show? You, t- you don't talk when I want you to talk, but yet you talk when I don't want you to talk. Why are you on this show? Your job is just to be here and talk. And now you're not talking because I wanted you to talk? What kind of fucking woman logic is that? What is that? I don't know. It's, it's standard, though. Don't it tell is me standard. what to do. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. You're here to talk. <laughs> you don't have to. You're welcome to leave. You don't. I'm have to. talking. I was talking before. I'm talking about downstairs. So yeah, they changed the fucking music. <laughs> did you, Christine? Did you find that curious that the that the theme song was different? I didn't remember it, but I think that's the. Probably you know the, the only Paula one Cole song. Like, I don't want to wait. Yeah. It's, it's not that on the pilot. Right. Christine well, was singing the song. Oh yeah. Before we went down, and oh, I said, yeah. "Yes," and I said, "Just wait" or something like that. And then, as soon as the song started, she did not say a single word about it because she knew that I wanted to hear her comments. <laughs> so she didn't say anything. I was saving it for the show. Well, you didn't say anything. <laughs> well, maybe didn't you didn't say. let me say anything. <laughs> before you start yelling at me and calling me out about not talking and being a woman, I don't know. As a woman, what do you think about that show? Did you like it? I mean, <laughs> thinking as, as a woman, an, as an adult, <laughs> as a woman watching that show, maybe I mean, 
I don't think that I would continue to watch it. But watching it and remembering watching it when I was in high school, eh, I'd probably watch another episode or two. Just give it another chance. Well, we're watching all six seasons on the Chris <laughs> Break Show. Tune in next week, Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Okay, next week, what's the story there, John? Uh, next episode, man, we got a good guest for you guys. No playing around. We got Chris Brake on the program. <laughs> what? <laughs> guy named Chris Brake uh, from Canada, I believe. He made the world's tallest snowman, and he's in the Guinness Book of World Records for having this tallest snowman, and the snowman has a name, and that name is Gerby. Gerby, huh? <laughs> yeah. Chris Brake made Gerby the snowman. We're going to have him on the program. What do you think about that, Chris? Excited? I'm, I'm super pumped. <laughs> I've been wanting to talk to this guy for years. Yeah. So the Chris Break show was going to host Chris Bre- Chris Break. Yep. You better believe it, sister. <laughs> this should be interesting. <laughs> yeah. So that's happening. I love how you say Friday. Like on Friday. I tried not is... to say that though. Did I? I said on the, when we start recording. I thought I said oh. next next episode. Shit. <laughs> he did say next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode, Chris Brake's going to be on the Chris Brake Show. <laughs> Chris Brake on Chris Brake is going to be a real... Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> All right. We apologize about Jack Rooney. You know that guy has an early bedtime, I guess. What the What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs>
win Especially when I'm coming home you And that was a song by the name of Beer Belly off the album White Trash Jazz by Dale J. Gordon. We'll be back next week, folks. 